Welcome, fellow lighting nerds and friends, to another episode of The Light Files, the lighting industry podcast, powered by the Lighting Showroom Association. I'm your host, Lisa Bartlett. Thank you for joining me again um, this week. I'm delighted to speak with you as always. Um, You may have noticed in your uh, favorite podcast player this morning that um, the logo for The Light Files has been updated to something, well, let's be, let's just be real, something that looks way better than the last one. Um, honestly, that first logo I slapped together in about three minutes, which is what it looks like. And, um, cause I wasn't even sure how long I was going to be doing this podcast or if it would even gain traction, but, uh, here we are a year in and, um, we're still going strong. Uh, no reason I see to stop. Um, and I'm really enjoying it and I'm really enjoying the feedback, I'm looking forward to um, a great year of podcasts with some uh, interviews coming up and some uh, interesting focus and concepts coming. Um, I'm really, really excited. If you like this podcast and ever find it useful, please subscribe and share it. Um, Please share it with a staff member that might find it interesting or a lighting colleague, or a sales rep, or anybody in your world of lighting that might uh, gain something from this podcast. Maybe not every episode, but at least some of the episodes. Um, Please do share it with them. Uh, It helps us keep the conversation going, and everyone is welcome to this conversation that we're having at The Light Files. Um, I'm the host of it, but your voices are always heard, and The feedback that you all send is absolutely uh, becomes part of the podcast. Um, So I really appreciate it. Really want you to keep sharing um, your ideas and thoughts with me and with one another uh, because these conversations are um, really how we grow, not just individually, but as a lighting community. So thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to this evolution of the Light Files podcast in the coming year. And I can't wait to hear what you all think about it too as the year goes on. So always feel free to reach out to me. The podcast is on Instagram at Light Files. The Patreon for the Light Files podcast still exists, patreon.com slash Light Files. And um, if you are in the pa- a patron supporter of the podcast, you always get these episodes uh, before everyone else, um, usually the Friday before, but sometimes life intervenes um, and it's not till the Sunday before, but always early. Um, and sometimes that's really fun because you can um, have extra time to digest what we're talking about here and send your thoughts to me. Um, so thank you all so much. Sorry for the extra long intro on this one. Just wanted to get all that housekeeping out of the way. I have been thinking so much this week um, about how I'm going to find success as an independent lighting showroom in 2022. And I guess I should define success because that could come in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, success for me means not just a profitable business, but one that is taking advantage of all of the benefits um, there are to being a small business, um, you know, privately owned. And so whether that's um, in the form of taxes or what, whatever it may be, because um, there's always a, a significant uh, cost <laughs> to being a small business owner. 
um, a lot of time and devotion, <laughs> uh, time away from family and friends. And, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of costs, um, to be owning a small business. I'm trying to not focus on that so much. I'm trying to focus on the positives and things that are going to bring me success. So for me, for success for 2022, that means taking full advantage of all of the, uh, minutia of the uh, odds and ends of, of being a small business owner, taking advantage of that, having a engaged staff, um, a staff that is, uh, taking ownership of not only their job and their daily responsibilities, but the business itself. Um, that's a huge measure of success for me. Um, happy customers. Um, I am lucky that I feel like I don't have too much, um, negative interaction with customers. We're almost always able to come to resolution, um, on any issue, but, um, but continuing to, to keep that up. I also define success that way, um, by having a warehouse that is efficiently run and inventory being accurate. Um, that's a, a definition of success. And then lastly, I think the most obvious one, um, growth, you know, sales and being profitable. So the thing that I've been thinking a lot about in terms of being profitable is that because of the nature of our industry and the way it is shaped with, um, you know, IMAPs and, uh, MSRPs, UMRPs, like all of these pricing rules in place, there is like this cap on the top end of what I can do for the traditional goods that I sell out of my showroom. So the light fixtures, the fans, the electrical devices, um, there's sort of a cap on that. So I've really decided I'm going to spend this year focusing on the flip side of that. So not the, um, sale price of goods, but the cost of goods, how much I'm buying goods for. That's really where I'm going to focus my energy in 2022, whether it's, um, trying to renegotiate agreements with existing manufacturers, um, or just buying smarter, um, whatever it is. Um, I know this is definitely where I would love your suggestions. Um, but I mean, the obvious things jump to mind, right? Like having, um, freight terms, like, so, you know, basically you're never paying freight on an order, um, having an inside discount of, you know, five, 10%. Um, you know, there's any number of things that you could put together to help, um, your cost of goods go down. And I really think in our, industry, again, for the traditional goods that we sell out of a lighting showroom, that's really where we have to focus our time and energies to find more profitability for our business. Um, and this is absolutely going to look different for every showroom. Um, the brands that I need to get those inside discounts on, um, is those are going to vary for every showroom across the country. Um, or, you know, even just committing to bringing in more inventory purchased at a lower price and taking longer to sell through it. Um, I, there might be some potential advantage there, honestly, with all the price changes we've endured in 2021, like sometimes I wish <laughs> I bought real heavy at the beginning of the year. And probably some of you saw the writing on the wall and were smart enough to do this. And I, and I commend you. But anybody that was smart enough to buy deep stock 
at the end of 2020, beginning of 2021, the margin that they're making on those goods, selling them at today's prices is just great and um, supremely profitable for their business. So um, I'm not expecting to, you know, luck out like that moving forward, but um, I definitely think that there's something to that. So if you are listening as a showroom owner or a manufacturer, and you just have some great tips on this, how to make money more on the back end in the cost of goods, um, send me a line. You can be absolutely anonymous. I promise not, <laughs> you know, we're all here to learn from each other. So there's no, you know, nobody's going to like put you on blast. But if you have any great ideas, um, even just the tiniest one, we made this small incremental change and saw a big benefit from it. Um, please do share. It makes us all better. And, um, you all know that like the success of the showroom distribution channel is so important to me. I do think to some degree, um, you know, we all want to be the one in business in our neighborhood, right? So it, sometimes you, there's hesitancy to share ideas because your neighbor might hear them, um, and take advantage of the same thing you've been doing. And I totally get that, uh, concern. I absolutely do. But I think the stronger we can make the entire lighting uh, industry, and especially the showroom channel, the more power and leverage, quite honestly, we're going to have with our manufacturers um, to address some of the policies that I know we all as showrooms have some heartache over. So maybe just reset how you're thinking of this uh, bigger picture like that, um, because the success of you know, a few of us, you know, the more success we can have as a group, the, the more we're going to be heard by everybody that we need to listen to us. So, um, profitability success, that's important to me. Um, inventory in my warehouse. Um, we've really tried to do a good job of being efficient in our delivery routes. Um, so that's a thing. I know that there's probably a lot of us that deal with that. Um, my, market area is fairly large inside. Like it's a, a bunch of a collection of a bunch of small cities in an area. Um, so my market area is pretty large. So it's something that we have to think about. I have pretty good inventory management, but we still have inventory issues that persist on the goods that are in and out of our warehouse all day, every day. And I really want to get a handle on that. <laughs> I'm sort of tired of it. Um, again, we have worked things out for the most part, but every time there's some sort of error, um, I just think of all the time and efficiency that's lost by just being off a few items and like the snowball effect that can have, you know, in making a customer unhappy because we thought we had everything for their order and then we go to pull it and we're missing a couple light bulbs and, yeah, are there ways around that? Sure. But does it create added tension and stress for everyone? It sure does. So I really um, am defining success in 2022 by having a minimum of warehouse inventory issues. I don't know about you all, but for me, I starting at the end of 2021 through now, I'm holding far more goods in my warehouse than I ever did before. Would love to hear if everyone else is uh, having this experience. I suspect the answer is yes, um, because it's taking longer for like 
we order a product on the traditional timeline, but because of delays from this and that and the other, it's taking longer for product to get um, to delivery stage from when it was ordered. Um, so we're holding more sold goods in our warehouse than we ever have before. Um, that has been a bit of just like purely logistical space challenge for us. Um, so I'm also trying to work that out for 2022. If anyone else has had that issue, I'd love to hear how you solved it. I understand, you know, renting a container and putting it in the, you know, the back lot, um, is absolutely something we could do. Um, if anybody's found a more creative solution, would be wide open to hear that. And I'm sure, again, a lot of us are going through this and, um, that would be wonderful to be able to share back with everyone, um, what little way you found to increase your warehouse efficiency as, as we're holding more goods and potentially, like I said earlier, looking to purchase a deeper stock of goods than we might have before, um, just to make sure our product flow can stay consistent. Um, so how you're handling all that. Um, I'm also looking for success in 2022 with a happy, educated, productive staff. Um, I have always tried to focus on having a great, strong team at my store. Um, I've said before that, um, there's many, many things at my job that I excel at. There are, of course, things I don't. <laughs> um, I know some of y'all, I'm so envious. I can, a few examples jump to mind that are just amazing managers of people. Um, and I am just desperate to interview you on this podcast <laughs> so that we can share all of your great tidbits with everyone. Uh, I've learned so much in conversations with these people. Um, so really this year I've been trying to focus on making sure my team feels supported, well compensated. Um, uh, they have a sense of responsibility and ownership and it's definitely a whole uh, work environment that we have to cultivate. And um, so that's definitely one of my keys of success this year is to keep that momentum going. What I've found in the past is that like we'll have great forward momentum as a staff and then something will happen and it sidetracks us, you know, and then we get knocked back a few steps. And then sometimes that spirals even further back. And it can just be such a difficult balance to try to maintain and always keep forward momentum. So um, we've been having really great success. I did start, um, I can't remember if I mentioned it on this podcast yet, but I did start for 2022 a fun budget uh, for my staff to use as they see fit on getting coffee, um, buying lunches, uh, going out to dinner or drinks, like it's a budget for them that I set that they don't have to ask permission for me to use. Um, but you know, when it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> and, uh, if they don't use it, it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't roll over. It just goes away at the end of the year. And then we'll, you know, do it again next year. Um, 
but to give them the opportunity to really like network and engage together and, you know, form those team bonds. Um, I have just, it's only been, let's see, we're mid February. It's been a month and a half. We've been doing this and already I'm just loving seeing the ideas that they're coming up with. They're going to do a brunch for Valentine's day, um, which will have been yesterday by the time most of you hear this, but just really great little things like that. Um, that I'm really excited for, for my showroom and, and team. And here's one of the biggest reasons why this is a key for success for me. It's because every time my showroom staff and that, uh, sorry, my whole light, my whole business staff, not just like the salespeople, but the, anytime my whole staff, admin, warehouse, salespeople, anytime that they are engaged positively with one another and have a good energy it turns out they sell more. They're more productive. They sometimes efficiency takes a hit. <laughs> if we start to sidebar and chit chat and just have a little too much fun with one another, but um, the more engaged they are in a really um, positive, good vibes way with one another, um, the better salespeople they are in general, and the more supportive they are of one another when issues come up. Um, so that is absolutely something I have my eye on full time. It's not something I've always been able to focus on. Um, but it's, it's jumped to the top of my list for 2022. Um, and I'm really seeing even in just this short time, some really positive effects of it. Um, some of y'all just do this so well with your staff and, um, have such great ideas. Um, Kirsten, who's on the LSA board with me, does a really great treat for her salespeople or her whole staff, um, at the holidays. Um, we can tell more about that later when she's a guest on the podcast, cause she's, um, just done some really great things for her team. Um, so we'll, we'll engage more on that, but that's one of my keys of success. And then, um, the one that I started out with at the top and the one that I'll close with in more detail is finding success in all of the little details of being a small business owner. So there are costs. Let's just set that aside. Of course, there's costs and sacrifices and all that, but there's absolutely some benefits. Um, for the first thing that comes to mind is, is of course, taxes. Um, there, it's not like, uh, it's a get out of jail free card on taxes. Y'all know exactly what I mean. Um, we pay what's owed. It's our responsibility. It's our duty, all of those things. But there are ways that the system in the United States of America is structured to support small businesses. And I have been, um, I haven't been proactive in researching, uh, any opportunities that I might be missing. I definitely just kind of let the machine run and I don't, um, check the oil, <laughs> uh, of my, <laughs> of the car that is my business. So I'm trying to do more, um, professional development for myself on any opportunities that might be out there that I'm just full on missing. 
Um, and again, there's little tidbits that we could all share with one another to make us all more successful in this manner. The Lighting Showroom Association is um, coming up in the next month or two, going to be doing a, a few um, small business trainings um, right in this vein. And um, I'm really excited for those to get some uh, great insight on ways that I can just literally run my business more successfully within the framework of owning a business in the United States and just do a better job at that. Because as we all know, some of the um, best like success you can have for your business is definitely in the margins. Um, and I don't mean profitability by margins, but I mean like around the edges of the business these like little things that you just, you know, get blinders to. I've always done that. It's always been like this and you stop examining them. But uh, if we can examine those things around the margins of even just how our businesses operate and are structured, um, I think there might be some real wins for all of us in terms of um, just finding incremental positive gains. So, um, I'm really looking forward to these trainings upcoming with the showroom association, um, so that I can start to think and strategize about how I'm going to grow my success for my business in that area too. And I think at the end of it, when you compile all of these little successes and wins together, it could have a really big impact on, the profitability, the like capital success of my showroom in, you know, dollars and cents at the end of the year. And I'm really looking forward to that. Um, we've had a couple of really strong years. I think we all have, um, in terms of sales, I don't think 2022 is going to be much different in that regard, but I am trying to make sure my business is set up efficiently, effectively, and the best it can be for what might come in 2023 and after. Um, cause I'm sure at some point, you know, growth is not, uh, sustainable at this pace forever. And, and that's all well and good. And I just want to be like lean, mean showroom machine <laughs> after that. Thank you all so much for listening. I, again, really appreciate everyone um, who listens to this podcast, enjoys this podcast, shares this podcast, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.